In response to the murder of George Floyd at the hands of a police officer, donations flooded into the Minnesota Freedom Fund. On their website, they encouraged folks to give to a few other local organizations working to de-police and improve their community. That brought us to Reclaim the Block. Reclaim the Block organizes Minneapolis community and city council members to move money from the police department into other areas of the city's budget that truly promote community health and safety. They believe health, safety, and resiliency exist without police of any kind and organize around policies that strengthen community-led safety initiatives and reduce reliance on police departments. Reclaim the Block is community-led and stands for building a strong community where Black, Indigenous, people of color, immigrants, and LGBTQ folks can fearlessly thrive. Go visit reclaimtheblock.org and donate. Y'all, we black. Mm-hmm. We are. What's up? It Look is Texas County. I'm Judith, everybody, and I'm coordinator or Corey, whatever you want to call me, child. It's up to you. <laughs> That's right. I ain't gonna force you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So we're we're back with another episode. Right. Um, hoping that you guys are doing okay staying safe out here but also still doing what you need to be doing let's not stop the fight 100 Um, are fighting for guys Mm -hmm. um so yeah just a quick tidbit but yeah we're here with another educational one for y'all that's right that's right Um, yeah so I know we got a lot of new um, listeners, thanks to Corey's continuous uh, marketing on social media. So um, mm-hmm. thank y'all for joining us. But if you don't know what Tinseltown Tea is, it's two aspiring screenwriters um, learning the trade, sharing with you guys tidbits, sharing with you guys um, facts, sharing with you guys scripts, everything to help us get better at uh, screen- as screenwriters and aspiring screenwriters. And you know what? Yeah, we're going to claim it. We are screenwriters. We're going to be in a um, writer's yeah. room very Don't soon. Don't ever say aspiring, guys. You Period. are Period. Period. So, yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes we do interviews. Sometimes we read scripts. Sometimes we um, just, you know, a couple of uh, episodes back, we just went off on what's going on in terms of the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, so anything related to Black and Brown writers, anything related to Black people, anything related to writing, we are here and we're all about it. And so we're going to bring it to you. So, yeah. So what are we doing this week, Corey? So this week, as you guys know, all of these little big companies are trying to act like uh, Black people just popped up out of nowhere. Mm. And they're trying to get down with the brown because, first of all, they know that Black people, um, we make everything go round, especially the entertainment industry. Period. So um, if one day we were to actually separate from this system and the entertainment industry would be shit and they know it. Um, Really bad, guys. But anyways, and that's just facts. No, printer. Um, but anyway, so yeah, all the companies are, you know, releasing their Black Lives Matter statements um, and trying to get down with the brown. And the WGA just sent me an email saying, oh, like Black Lives Matter and stuff. And I'm like, 
okay. So why the only <laughs> black men? <laughs> I said, if black lives matter so much, why is most of the people in your little organization white men? Let me know that. Mm. But anyways, so um, if you guys don't know the WGAs, it's the Writers Guild Association or yeah. America, some shit like that. Writers Guild. Um, I think it's Writers Guild of America, but it is an association. So yeah, you're correct. Yeah. So like professional people who get paid to screenwrite, um, you can get to the WGA. Unfortunately, you can't get in there uh, if you don't have any like professional credit. So if you've never like really written for a, a movie right. or like or something, you can't get in there. Um, but they do have something called the WGF, which is the Writers Guild Foundation, which is for people who um, are into screenwriting, are screenwriters themselves, but they don't have those professional credits. I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Um, and can't get into the WGA as of yet. They have something mm-hmm. called the WGF, and the WGF hosts a whole bunch of events here in LA. Yep. Um, that are pretty informative. They um, right. usually invite a lot of experienced people from very different backgrounds to go to these events and stuff like that. Yep. But anyway, so the WGF, I get emails from them just talking about the shit that they're doing. And like I said, they sent me an email that said, Black Lives Matter, of course, because mm. all of a sudden, Black Lives Matter to everybody now. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they sent me an email saying that Black Lives Matter, and they said that they rounded up a list of all the Black resources, <laughs> like orgs, nonprofits, um, right. production companies that are for us, by us. So... While I appreciate the list, it's actually a really good list. Um, yep. I think that should have been sent before. I mean, yep. I don't know. It, yeah, the the list literally says resources that support Black creatives. So yeah. I don't think that this was on there before. Um, I could have missed it because I mm-hmm. used to go on the WGS website. I could have missed it. Yep. But um, yeah, so they just rounded up this list um, for us Black folks <laughs> of uh like uh other places that support us so it was actually a good list i mean i appreciate them for taking the efforts to do it yeah um so yeah we wanted to share it because like i said there's some really good resources on here for you guys mm-hmm. and something some places i haven't even heard of um so yeah we want to share this with you guys and kind of take this episode to let you guys know all sure. the different resources you have as a black creative because these resources here are dedicated to you as a black creative mm-hmm and I'm pretty sure they support brown creatives too, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're going to yeah. get into it. Yeah. All right. So let me, so it's their little list that the WGF sent out is divided up. I said little list. <laughs> it's divided <laughs> up into, because I'm so salty about the fact that they just did this. Um, yeah. It's divided up into nonprofit orgs, mm-hmm. um, professional orgs, and networking associations, collectives, and then production companies. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go through section by section, starting with nonprofit orgs. Mm-hmm. All right. So I will start with Black Film Allegiance. It is a nonprofit org, which is united. I'm pretty sure this is their mission statement, which is united by commitment to create visibility for underrepresented creatives. This is a space that provides mentorship, networking opportunities, promotes independent projects, and talented creatives. So we're going to also put the link to this WGF article in the bio because sure. this link, it includes links to all yep. these different orgs so that you can individually go through and click through. But I'm just going to go on Black Film Allegiance website. Okay, so the first thing I see when I go on their website, it says, if denied access, create your own. Yes. Come on. Y'all motherfucking better. Y'all motherfucking her, okay? Period. Woo. So I'm already <laughs> down with um, Black Film Allegiance. 
So it looks like they have, they feature different black, black, black and brown creatives. Yeah. They do work in the podcast and video space. They have an industry mentorship. They have promotional services. Mm-hmm. They also do community service and they have different events. Nice. So I am just going to quickly click, click. Oh my God. Quickly click through. Oh um, yeah. So it seems like they have their own. Mm-hmm. podcast which is cool okay good the industry mentorship um so it looks like they're currently col- collecting names to build their teams in the most constructive way so if you're interested in, i guess in being a mentor then you mm. can contact them um subscribe to their mailing list um or if you're interested interested in being mentored then you can contact them too Okay. So they have promotional services. Um, so they highlight diversity programs, submission deadlines, film festivals, local events, and networking opportunities. Um, and they also create visibility for independent filmmakers who are seeking cast, crew, or funding for their projects. So basically, they promote anything black um, within the entertainment industry space, which is cool. Really cool. And also do community service. Um, looks like they do stuff with the inner city arts, and that's pretty cool to me. That is cool. And then let me just quickly go to their events to see if they have something coming up for y'all. Let me see. So it seems like in the past they had something called Black Women Rising. Mm. They had a good into the green light, which is a pathways to breaking into Hollywood and filling the, the diversity gap, which looks like nice. it was a panel with some pretty cool black and brown creatives on there. So they have events here and there. I would just uh, subscribe to their mailing list by going to their site. So Black mm-hmm. Film Allegiance to stay updated with them. Um, so next nonprofit we have is Black Film Space. Um, so I thought Black Film Space was just a, another podcast, which I listen to, mm-hmm. um, where they, they interview different people, Black and brown people in the industry. But it's actually a nonprofit mm-hmm. um, org that does a whole bunch of different things um, in New York, which is, I think is where they're based, and here in L.A. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they... Um, have the podcast, definitely subscribe to them if you want to hear different interviews with different people. But they also do a lot of really cool events that I've learned just from their Instagram. So they recently had a Zoom and YouTube live webinar mm-hmm. with um, Roche Jeffrey, yep. who is a supervising producer on BT Plus, uh, the show Bigger. Mm-hmm. So that seemed like that was, oh, so they seem like they have other dates. It's a free event, suggested yep. donation, $10. Um, and you can RSVP, just go to their Instagram, Black Film Space. Mm-hmm. So that sounds pretty cool. I think it's like a four-part series. Yep. I'm going to be on the next one next week. It's good. It's on Saturdays. Oh, yes. Yeah. So get mm-hmm. on that. Um, if it's free, why not? Why not mm-hmm. do it? I think I should sign up, too. What have I been doing with my life? Yeah, sign up. Um, It'll be good. It's a good have... teaser. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is only on teaser? right now well it's a i said teaser it's a good refresher so if you've already oh. know how to like uh write a pilot she's going through and teaching the basics as well as going through it's like a course through four weeks to help people understand what a pilot is how to get started the importance of character dial all that stuff like it's it's really good and if, it, if you're a beginner it's perfect for you because you get the basics nothing is uh yeah nothing no stupid 
question like yeah go for it oh mm-hmm. Ooh, all right let me go ahead and send that rsvp rsvp link to myself mm-hmm. <laughs> okay um all right so just gonna go over i know they do have like other screenwriting workshops they do regularly in New York, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they do some in LA too. But right now they have virtual screenwriting workshops that are every Thursday mm-hmm. from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern time and every Sunday from 3 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, free admission as well. Uh, donation is, suggested donation is $5. Mm-hmm. So you can email events at Black Moon Space to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. These are weekly guys, so there's really... I don't know. There's really like no excuse not to. So it seems like this is like a table read type of thing. They workshop one script, 15 pages or less, and offer constructive feedback in an open forum setting. So in order to have your script read, you have to first RCPs and then submit your script. They're accepted on first come, first serve basis. Nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, sounds like a pretty a pretty cool deal. So they also have um, other things that I think they do. So just check their Instagram mm-hmm. to see what other things that they regularly offer for you guys. So that's Black Film Space. Next org we have Eels. So let me see. What's this thing called? Okay, so the Black Film and TV Collective. So they're a leader in NYC, which is New York City for you gals, for attracting... <laughs> engaging and creating opportunities for talented storytellers of color in the film in the fields of television film and digital entertainment the organization functions in three key areas Come on. professional development relationship building and production support you better whoever wrote that you better period hey, i'm hooked <laughs> wow so yeah, they have three different facets, y'all: professional development, relationship building, and production support. So if any of those things interest you, I would suggest you get your ass on over to uh, BlackTVFilmCollective.org. No spaces, no dashes, just BlackTVFilmCollective.org. Seems like they have a bunch of um, events that they do. I mean, I love an org that has hella events on the schedule. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's my org so you can subscribe to their um what's it called their mailer list to join the community mm-hmm. and kind of get updated with everything so just to got to give you guys um a little spiel on what they do so they have member orientations which is pretty mm, cool that is cool so um it kind of talks about how to maximize your membership with them, um, what tools and resources you have available to use and how to use those tools. So mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. I, I've never seen an org do something like that, do an orientation for new people yeah. uh, to help you figure out the best way to get your shit together. They have office hours. Oh, that's dope. dope. Wow. So they have office hours to get help on your projects. Um, yeah. So let's see. It's they were created to combine to combat the isolation we sometimes fall victim to as um, creatives. So mm-hmm. wow, who who writes for them? Because okay, come on. So um, you can get help with projects, get a second pair of eyes on a rough cut, get help on budgets. Um, Ooh, you can get, come on. Use their computer if you need to use their computer. You get to work in the company of others. So I'm guessing this was back when people could be around each other yeah i'm sure they do they're doing them virtually um i think the next one they have is on juneteenth the 19th from two to five 
gym. So just log in or register to be a member if you want to get in, um, into those office hours. I think that's pretty cool. So that is this cool. work is pretty cool. They're doing things I've never seen other people do. That's really dope. We have a producing circle events talking about how to produce with an all black women cast and crew. Mm. That's important. Very. Wow. That is important. So, oh, that happened in May. So hopefully they'll okay. do something like that again. Um, they have other panels. They have master classes with directors. Nice. And then artist talks, um, Q&As with about starting your career as a screenwriter. So that actually happened two weeks ago. So yeah, they they have Busy. events going all the time. Yeah. Um, and the office hour thing is actually really cool, guys. And I think that you guys is super cool. Of that. So blacktvfilmcollective.org. Okay, cool. Next, we have Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center. It's a nonprofit nice. public benefit org, org, which is designed to advocate, educate, research, develop, serve the history and the future. Come on. Of, of Blacks in the film and television industry. Period. Oh, gosh. Scared of y'all. So, same thing. Education and resources. So, there's so many resources, guys. Just saying. Oh, so much. Um, yeah. Same thing. So they um, have a great website too. It's it's called bherc.org. And we'll put these links. Well, these links will be in the link that the WGA released. Yes. Yep. You can just click on everything. So it seems like they do a lot for the community, which is pretty cool. They had a blanket donation drive up. They had a, a give a book um, kind of bookstore type situation where you give books that you could give to other people. They had a Mother's Day celebration. So aside from the things that they do, they also do things in the community. So um, I think that's cool about them. They had that indie cool. films showcase. They have their own film festivals, it looks like. Oh, so these film festivals are coming up. Nice. So they have a real, a real Black Men Film Festival. Um, it spotlights shorts created by Black filmmakers of African-American descent, basically mm -hmm. Black men. Mm -hmm. um, that's happening on August 1st of this year. And then October, they have a faith-based faith and inspirational film festival, mm. which is for faith-based and inspirational well, films. We're um, talking so your Hallmark means, movies. Yes, we're talking your Hallmark. We're talking your um, religious movies. Come on. So that will be Saturday on October 11th. So mm -hmm. you can check out all the events that they have coming up on their website. They also highlight other black and brown um, projects that came out. So they have something about Defy Bloods up here, which we talked about. Oh, yeah. Spike Lee's newest project. I think it just dropped on Netflix. Yep. They're talking about The High Note, which is with Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, that's right. Um, they're talking about Sela and the Spades. So they hey. have... That's a good movie, y'all. Y'all should check that out on Amazon. Yes. It's good. So they have um, you know, different highlights of different projects. So mm -hmm. um they also have yeah, so they have festivals, programs, events. Go ahead, check them out. They seem like they're consistently doing the damn thing as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So last one I'm gonna talk about in nonprofits is the Black House Foundation. So mm -hmm. they help create black. They, okay, so they help black creative voices and executives gain a better foothold in the Come on, come on. They showcase the best of the best in film and television and are committed to highlighting the power of black writers, producers, directors, and executives telling their stories. Come on, black so, executives. That is theblackhouse.org. They have actually a pretty cool website. Um, so it looks like they... Um, 
Yeah. So they have other events as well. They're based in LA. Mm -hmm. Let's look at some of their events just so we can know what they do here. Mm -hmm. Ooh, website kind of spinning a little beat. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Oh, okay. So it looks like they haven't had any events lately, okay. but they said they hold events in New York and LA annually Mm -hmm. that bring together the best and brightest minds in the biz. Okay. So um, on their website, they have a bunch of black celebrities on there. So it seems like they, you know, well connected. A lot of the, the big, um, big name peeps in our black and brown entertainment industry world. Mm -hmm. So they have something on here, a button called get involved. So I'm clicking on that to see if that's like a volunteer type of sitch or something. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. So they have something called fellows program. Oh, nice. Which creates a significant impact in the entertainment industry is um, through networking and building key relationships, but also through innovative educational programs. Mm. So since 2015, the Black House Foundation has sponsored 10 current MFA students as fellows from schools across the country to intern with the Black House Foundation during the Sundance Film Festival. Nice. So for uh, 2017 and 2018, this, this fellows program was generously sponsored by BET Networks. So see that so they have a connect there. And um, so if you're an MFA student, I would look into their fellows program. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can intern with them and get this, get this knowledge. Yeah. Um, so they also, in the program, you get curriculum. So they're educational, um, different things that you can do to kind of aid to your education that you're getting at your school. Um, and they have a producers program as well. Oh, so nice. they bring together a cohort of five producers of innovative fiction and nonfiction projects across film, television, and digital media. Um, and you get to take part in a year long collaborative program. Nice. So that's, that's dope. So they're saying applications for 2021 will be available fall 2020. So okay. guys get on that. So this is blackhouse.org. Doesn't seem like they have Instagram, but they do have Facebook. So you guys need to be following all these people on their socials to stay updated because these Absolutely. are really, really, really good orgs that offer amazing resources for you guys. Yeah, completely agree with what Corey said. Um, I'm going to pick up with the next um, uh, next nonprofits on the list, but also to keep in mind, like as we are gearing up, everybody's probably in a different space because of COVID and because of what's happening around the world. So you know, some organizations might have events, virtual events. Some organizations are picking back up again. So just be on the lookout. And just like Corey said, like sign up for their lists so you can be on top of all the resources that, you know, they have to offer. Okay. So the next um, nonprofit we're going to highlight is the Black it's called Black Public Media. And so formerly known as the National Black Programming Consortium, um, it develops, produces, funds, and distributes media content about the African-American and global Black experience. Its mission is to commit to a fully realized expression of democracy, and it accomplishes this by supporting diverse voices through training, education, and investment in visionary content makers. So I was on the website a little bit ago, and one of the things that really stood out to me is that um, at the very top of the website, which is blackpublicmedia.org, it has a link to training and funding. So they actually have programs to like really like 
you know, train and, and really support creatives. Uh, one of them I'm looking at is called 360 Incubator Plus, and it supports up to 10 projects. It's $150,000 funding. And this programming, uh, it's an intensive three-month incubator. The program provides filmmakers with creative and business management workshops, network building, tools for successful pitch, and one-on-one mentoring with talented media makers. So this is not the only one they have. They have one called Discretionary Funds, which is like 5000 to 25000 funding. And um, it's basically funding for projects at R&D or completion stage. So research and development where you're at that stage. Um, applicants must uh, have previous grantees or emerging producers uh, with the Black Public Distribution deal. So these are people who are like in the middle of their project. They're about to go off, but a lot of times projects can go by the wayside because they don't have enough money to finish. So this is one type of program to help get you through that. A lot of times it's not that people don't have the vision or the story, it's the funds, you know, and that's the big, that's where a lot of us, because, you know, historically we've been oppressed in all so many different ways that it's hard to get the funding. So they're good. At least they have this program to help, you know, some of these um, creatives get their stuff off the ground. Um, so check them out. Black media, excuse me. Yeah. Black public media. Um, they're at blackpublicmedia.org. They have all sorts of other things. They also have events as well. Um, they have a BPM watch party, uh, featuring a conversation, um, uh, with, uh, Marlon, uh, Riggs, who's trailblazing filmmaker. Um, that's actually coming soon. That's happening Thursday, June 25th at 2.30 PM. So they have events that are happening, like, you know, continue. I believe these are, yeah, virtual screenings. So they're still doing stuff. They're still pretty active. Um, again, blackpublicmedia.org. Uh, the next one is Black Women Film Network. Um, it was established in 1997, and um, this network was funded to prepare Black women to enter the film and television industries. The organization seeks to preserve the voice of these women through film and educational programs that empower and inform. So, you know, Black women, you know, we rule the world. Uh, always listen to a Black woman period, point blank, but they have scholarships, <laughs> they have workshops, um, they also have events, and they make sure that we honor those who are, you know, with it, who are killing it in the game, but also making sure that we have, like, the resources to help uh, Black and Brown women create and uh, get to the top in terms of the film industry. Um, I'm going to click on, let's see, it seems like they have, a le this summit looks like it's pretty old, so let me see if they have any recent events. Okay, computer. We fit in the fight. Mm -hmm. So come on. Here we go. Sorry about that, guys. My computer is acting weird. So yeah, they have a, a annual luncheon, it looks like, um, which highlights untold story and awards and stuff like that within the industry. Um, back in 2017, they honored uh, Dondre uh, Whitfield. I think he's in uh, Queen's Sugar. They've also honored other people, um, Ozzy Ura, who was the president of Tyler Perry Studios. So they're out here, they're recognizing the folks and they are giving them their flowers. Um, so yeah, check them out, Black Women Film, Network. All right, the next organization is Organization of Black Screenwriters. So this organization, hold on, 
second. I lost my page. Forgive me, y'all. Organization of Black Screenwriters supports and advocates for the overlooked and underestimated screenwriters seeking to diversify the images, messages, and voices emerging from the entertainment industry across all platforms. So let me go to their website. Forgive me. Opening all this stuff gets me lost in... Hold on a second. Bear with me. Where did it go? Oh, here we go. Forgive me, y'all. All right. So, with um this pro uh, excuse me with this program they offer like uh, software um, discounts. So a lot of us, the industry standard is Final Draft. So they help in terms of partnering with some of these big um, software developers and providing discounts. Um, it could be super expensive to do that. So we have to make sure that we, um, you know, make sure that we have the resources to help those um, in the industry. Um, they have workshop seminars here. Um, basically, members of this organization, they have exclusive content and a robust uh, screenplay library, offline events for training and developing networking, as well as um, advocacy and career stuff. They also provide um, writers groups, amazing partnerships with um, major brands inside the industry, and they do screen, um, uh, excuse me, special screenings as well as unique networking opportunities. So that is the organization of black screenwriters. And then the last organization we're gonna highlight is Sisters in Cinema. Sisters in Cinema was established as a 501c3 nonprofit corporation in the state of Illinois with an inclusive mission to entertain, educate, develop, and celebrate black girls and women media makers and future generations of storytellers and their audiences. And as I go to their website, I think it's really cool that they're based in the Midwest, you know, with the entertainment industry there are like two big hubs, which is right now New York and LA. Of course, I think Atlanta is well close behind. Um, and, you know, a lot of times we forget, like, you know, a lot of us have stories all over these United States. So, you know, I'm glad that they are established in Illinois. It is Chicago. And um, I'm at their website right now. And let me see, I'm going to look up some of their programs. Um, it seems right here they have Sisters in Cinema Documentary Fellowship. They have Black Lesbian Writers Rooms. They have the Ooh. Sister Screening Series. Like, they're not playing. Okay, so um, make sure you check them out. And um, again, we're gonna have a list of all of the non, again, all of the links uh, are on the WGA. They put it out um, because, you know, now Black Lives Matter, but I'm glad they have all the research resources together and we'll make sure that you guys get all of this. So, yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we'll just put the link to this article that we're looking at mm -hmm. um, in the bio and then all of the links to the different things are embedded within that link so Absolutely. just to make it easy for y'all um okay so we're moving on to professional orgs and networking associations mm -hmm. starting with african-american women in cinema yeah. founded 22 years ago by producer tara renee the oh, membership organization exists to support the vibrant work of women specifically mm -hmm. black women so i mean so it seems like they have their own chapters oh okay. nice um, they have an online media series coming up celebrating the 22. So they have their own film festival. Um, so it looks like it's coming up. So they're going to have a monthly online series that will highlight the works of Black women in cinema, A-listers, 
A-list members. Ooh. So they're going to highlight the works of their top members in this org. This online presentation will feature shorts, webisodes, and feature film. It will enable the viewing audience to support women of color filmmakers through their organization. Um, and the audience will be able to donate, support, and view the works. And each participating um, member who is showing their work will receive a grant to assist them during the COVID-19 outbreak. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so it seems like this is like a monthly thing that they do, and um, they look like they have a message from Subject the Entertainer on here, oh, too. Come on. I'm like, okay. Come on. So let me just talk about membership really quick, how to get into the African-American women in cinema. Nice. So, okay, so they have 11,000-plus attendees at their past events. Um, so they have a free membership where you can get just information on upcoming events. And then they have an A-list membership for $100, which gives you um, just more, more perks and um, just more things that you're able to do. And then they have a $50 friendship member, which gives you more perks than the free, but not as many as the A-list member. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, that's, it's worth, it's worth being a part of things like this if you're interested in having like a collective of people that you can consistently work with, rely on, give you opportunities and stuff like that. Community is um, important, y'all. It is. Um, and then, like I said, they have their own film festival that they do and they have different chapters, which is cool. So they have an Atlanta chapter, a Florida chapter, and I think that's it so far. But I'm pretty sure that they will be getting more and more chapters because we are popping up everywhere. Black Come on. Women, we're popping up everywhere. So shout out to the African American Women in Cinema uh, organization. Their website is aawic.org. Next, we have the Black Association of Documentary Filmmakers Way is. Come on. It's a professional org providing people of African descent working in documentary film, video, or other media the opportunity to network professionally, share resources, exchange ideas, and meet socially in order to enhance the development, production, promotion, and exhibition of documentaries. Much needed. Come on. I love to see us in um, our documentary bag. Okay. Um, so I love it. So they have membership meetings, it looks like. They're doing mm -hmm. them through Zoom now. And um, they also have a paid members only type of situation. So I guess professional program means it's like you have to pay for like membership and stuff. Um, but yeah, let me just talk about how you can join if you're interested. So they have monthly membership meetings for people who want to join. They have, um, let me see. So yeah, it's open to black folks who are into documentaries. The benefits of their membership, you get free discounted streamings, templates for film budgets, treatments and proposals. You get to go to workshops, you get the newsletter, you get mentorship. Standard membership is 45. The group membership for four to five people is 150. So hey, if you have a group that you do docs with, split the cost, guys. You have business membership for six to 10, 350, and corporate membership for 500. Um, so that's how you get access to their resources. Nice. So they have meetings, events, they have screenings, I guess, of the docs that they work on. They have other resources. They have a community. They have something called the Day of Black Docs. Let's see. Come on. Come on, the Day of Black Docs. So it looks like it's um, an event that they do where I guess they just...
screen a whole bunch of black documentaries, which I'm into. Okay, um, come on. But it seems like they are taking a break because of COVID, but they will be back in business. So definitely check you know them what? out. Understood. If you are a black person who does documentaries, which is much needed space for that thing. Mm-hmm. So the next professional org we have is Cast and Crew of Color. It's an online professional network developed by and for people of color to facilitate collaboration and empowerment. So that's Libby. Um, so yeah, you basically just go to castandcrewofcolor.org. You hit join. Let's see what happens when you hit join. All right. So you just uh, create an account and it seems like you're in your bag with castandcrewofcolor.org. So it's basically, it seems like just like a, a, a networking site basically for anybody who does anything in the film space. Um, and if you're of color so Mm -hmm. um yeah so it seems like you can put messages on there and people can comment so yeah it seems like a really cool type of thing i'm just looking through their little discussion board that they have um you can add an introduction that people can like and comment on so it seems like it's just like another social media type space for people who are um interested so they have different events that they put on there as well um, with really cool looking people who do cool things in the industry. Come on. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. And you don't have to sign in to look at the stuff that I'm looking at. Just mm-hmm. hit for me, go to the website to look at the different members, look at the different topics and, um, wow. It even has a thing on the bottom that says who's online right now. So yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, so come on like and get they, the they whole code. For, you know, people of color who are cast and crew in the industry. Get you know, get on here and uh, create your little profile and Amen. start liking statuses and shit on here. <laughs> Yay! Okay, that's dope. A lot of these, I mean, I'm gonna have to do a deep dive today, honestly, child. Just get all the resources together. Oh my goodness! All right. So next on our professional organizations and networking association, we have the committee of Black writers at the WGAW. If you don't know what that stands for, that is the Writers. Uh, excuse me, Writers Guild of America West. So just like Corey has stated before, the Writers Guild is a pretty prominent um, union. Um, they have um, the the big one here is in LA. They have one in New York. I think they have different chapters as well in different places. Um, but the committee of Black writers at the WGA West is dedicated to empowering and increasing um, industry visibility for African-American writers and generating more career and networking opportunities. Now, if you click on the link, um, it basically has a link specifically to that page. It lists the co-chairs, the vice chair, staff liaison, and the department email. So um, if you want to reach out, um, that's the only information that they give right there. But I will say the co-chairs right now are Michelle Armour and Hillard Guest. Vice Chair is Bianca Sam. Staff liaison is Barrett Helms. Um, And their department email, um, if you click on it, it's inclusion and equity, is the inclusion and equity department. But I'm going to click on it and see if they have, um, and it takes you to a contact page where you fill out the link and you submit to them. Um, they do show upcoming um, events. And actually on June 19th, they show um, basically June 19, 2020, from pandemic to protests. So I'm going to click on that because that looks quite interesting. But it takes you there so you can, um, it's a member log- login. So you would have to register and become a member to get some of that information. So 
um, check them out. Um, I didn't find the website a bit too helpful, but check them out. They might have more things that I'm just not seeing for you guys. Mm -hmm. um, but again, this is a really prominent, the Committee for Black Writers at the WGA West is pretty prominent uh, given the status and the, um, I guess, the influence that this union has in screenwriting as screenwriters. In fact, a lot, if you're, if you, it, there are many jobs and even um, agents who won't take you if you're not a member. Like, it can be helpful, but it can also be a hindrance because you have to have a lot yeah. of, like, if you're just coming up and you don't have enough credits to, you know, to your name to be a WGA member, like some people might not, you know, look at your work. So honestly, just keep grinding and keep doing you. You know what I mean? You have to start somewhere. Exactly. And don't let that discourage you. Continue to write and continue to like break down barriers. And there are hordes of other organizations, including this one, that are there as a resource. Um, okay. So. Diverse representation. Um, the mission of diverse representation is to increase the exposure and the number of African-American agents, attorneys, managers, and publicists who work in sports and entertain and the entertainment industry. So that's pretty big because a lot of times we um, focus on scripted or even non-scripted um, television, but there are people, gatekeepers, like, you know, enter, uh, agents, attorneys, uh, publicists, who really are... Um, yeah, they're the gatekeepers. They help the writers to get into the door and the talent to get their stuff made. And we need more black and brown people in those spheres so that we can represent people, make sure their contracts are correct, make sure you have your attorney. Yep. So like you're getting your money, like you're not writing a beautiful script that goes, um, you know, is a huge success, but you don't get not nam a nan a dime and they write that um, contract that way and you sign it. Nah, you need those people on your side. So they have a list here. They have their own resources. They have events. They have profiles. They have members. They have a job board. They have job postings. And they have a fireside chat. So it's pretty active. I remember um, getting this from some uh, someone within the industry. So they're pretty active. Um, I'm going to look on the events right here. Yeah, they're very active. So on June 23rd, um, they have their hosting event. It's called It's Not About You, a conversation about marketing to clients. Um, and then on uh, July 2nd, they have a masterclass series about becoming a television writer. So they have like a little bit of both, not just, you know, about becoming a television writer, but also if you are an attorney, if you are an agent, um, how you represent and market your client so that they can continue to be successful and in turn uh, share black and brown stories. You know, that we everybody has a role and not everyone's a writer, not everyone's a producer. Some of us, y'all need to be attorneys. Some of y'all are dreaming to be agents. Some of y'all want to be in the sports industry. Some of y'all want to be publicists. Like those are very important to all screenwriting and storytelling modes. So let's not forget those. Um, going back to the list. Who's next? Okay, so next we have the JTC list. So this is a Google Doc of women of color who work in the film industry. Um, find updates on careers, achievements, uh, and plain and simple highlighted badassery of women of color in Hollywood and beyond. Thank you for the word badassery. Um, okay, so I clicked on the list and it goes to a website and we see, um, Wonderful photos, by the way. These women, I mean, shout out to all the um, photographers who know how to catch the light and make, um, you know, the, um, what are those called? Photos. Ah, the photos you need to go on, like, um, Headshots? Yes, headshots. There we go. Lord help me. Um, anyways, so um, yeah, it's a Google Doc list, but in there you see these um, leaders within the um, organization. 
Um, so they highlight emerging film writers. They highlight um, emerging like people within like the NAACP and what they're doing who receive image awards. They highlight other women, not only black and brown people, but again, it's women of color. So I see a lot of Latinas on here and they highlight their work. So check it out. You can submit to be on the list. They do highlights. They highlight certain uh, filmmakers here and they try and basically build a, a network so that, you know, everyone can know who they are. Um, let's see. Oh, the last one here in the professional organizations and networking associations is the Propriety Project. The Propriety Project advocates for fair economic and narrative inclusion and equity of Black artists, executive and representatives in the film industry. So if you go to the website, um, you'll see that it's really well put together. A co-creator and showrunner of SWAT they have here. This is the Change Forward Town Hall for Black Film and TV Professionals. So they have the event that is, um, I believe, coming up and where you can RSVP for um, each of these individual um, to talk to them. And this event will be on June 27th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And again, the name of the event is a town hall for black film and TV professionals. They're going to be um, having Aaron uh, Rashawn Thomas, who's the co-creator and showrunner of SWAT. They're going to have Gia Thompson Esquire, sports and entertainment attorney and founder of Diverse Representation, who uh, we just highlighted a second ago. And then they're going to have Jeff Bird, a director and producer. So you can, um, you know, go ahead and check out all of their resources. They have a really good, um, well, the look of the website is super, super um, wonderful. Um, and they have all sorts of resources there um, and what they do and how they um, help promote black and brown um, storytellers. So yeah, so let me go back. Um, yes, that was Propri Propriety Project. And these are um, individuals who are advocating for fair equity and narrative inclusion and equity of black artists. So yeah, that was the last one in the professional organizations and networking associations. All right, so moving on to collectives, they just have one collective here, it's the Black Women Directors. It's a website dedicated to highlighting the work of women and non-binary filmmakers from the African diaspora. Mm -hmm. It's an ongoing project designed to shine a light on the contributions of Black women and non-binary folks to the film canon. So website is blackwomendirectors.co. Um, let's go through the FAQ. Oh I love God. the FAQ. Answer all my questions for me. <laughs> so, okay. So they say, okay. So um, the first question is, I don't see my favorite director in the index. Where are they? Hmm. Um, so it's not, so they say, first of all, we're not meant to be a definitive and end-all, be-all exhaustive list. Come on. Come <laughs> so on. it's mostly, they want this website to be a, a platform as an ongoing, ever-growing archive of Black women and non-binary films in their work. So mm. if you don't see your favorite director um, in their index, then they will be added. So just keep checking back. Um, and they're also letting you guys know that, hello, it's run by a staff of one. Mm -hmm. So um, additions may not happen fast, but they mm -hmm. are always coming. Okay. So she's just let you know, hey, I'm doing this all by myself, y'all. So um, <laughs> don't be coming for me. Um, so she does say if you have suggestions, please contact her or hit her up on Twitter or IG. So the Twitter and IG is BLKWMN Directors. Mm -hmm. um, 
So definitely, if you want to get added as a black uh, director to her list, then just hit her up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also email the following to her black at blackwomendirectors at gmail. A headshot, a two to three sentence bio, key art or film stills from your films, a link to your website, social media channels. If you don't have a website, a link to your reel on Vimeo or YouTube works as well. So this is if you are a director who wants to be added to her index, then you send her that information. Um, And then the last question is, if I have an opportunity, I want to hire a black director, how do I go about contacting them? Hmm. So she says that she includes contact information for all the directors on her site, her website, or yes, or her site and her social media so that people can get in contact with them for whatever reasons. So it looks like, let me just go through her mm-hmm. director's indexes. That's what it seems like this is about. So yeah, so she has a whole bunch of black female um, directors on Come here. On. Pretty sure you've heard of some of these folks too. Yeah, her list is pretty cool. Everyone has their own individual profile. So I'm just going to click on... Let me click on. She has Maya Angelou on here. Let's go on. Maya. <laughs> As we know, our dear Maya Angelou passed away in 2014. Mm-hmm. But the queen, good. the god. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she has a bio of Maya Angelou on here. She has Maya Angelou's website. And then she has the film that Maya Angelou directed. Um, has a link to that and a link to that, that film's IMDb. So it seems like... Um, let me look on someone who is still with us. Just in case. Oh, I've heard of Nia DaCosta. Let's click on Nia DaCosta. All right. So we have a beautiful picture of Nia. We have her background. So it has a website and her at name. So that's the way you contact her. Um, and then the films that she's directed. So just seems like a directory of Black female um, directors for you guys. Mm-hmm. They have a newsletter. They have a journal. They have resources. Um, and she also has events as well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Go ahead, sis. Let's support these people because a lot of us are doing it by ourselves and we need the support. So she was very candid about that. And she has really good resources on there, especially for Black women directors. So check out the website. And if you have ideas, go ahead and send it to her. Um, the next um, and last part of this list are going to be production companies. And a lot of these, a lot of, um, well, if you've, a lot of us may have heard of before. So the first production company is Array, and um, Array is an independent film distribution and resource, co- uh, excuse me, resource collective dedicated to the amplification of independent films by people of color and women filmmakers globally. It is the rebirth of the African American Film Festival releasing movement founded by Ava DuVernay in 2010. And if you go to the website, you know, uh, Ava DuVernay has been doing this for a while now. And um, the first thing you see is array artists, advocates, audiences aligned. So their mission is pretty clear. A lot of um, the work that they've been doing, you can see a lot on Netflix. And I think that has a lot to do with uh, the success of Ava DuVernay and how she's been able to sort of leverage her success and help other filmmakers get on platforms such as Netflix. Um, Some of the movies um, that you might um, be familiar with or that they're releasing, uh, They've Gotta Have Us, Jezebel, uh, The Body Remembers When the World Broke Open, Burning Cane, Murata, uh, The Burial of Kojo, Roll With Me, um, Jules Catch One, Teach Us All, uh, The House of Coco Road, 
So you can see on their banner, uh, Middle of Nowhere, which I believe was one of Ava DuVernay's like first uh, films that she produced. Um, they also make sure that, um, you know, they highlight many of, you know, the things that are happening. There's the call-in podcast that they have there. Um, they make sure that they highlight, you know, directors, writers who are not really mainstream, but have been doing it for a long time and have amazing, amazing stories to tell. So please check out Array. Um, they have, you know, How We Heal, a National Day of Racial Healing. I believe Array was a part of uh, the thing that uh, Ava, uh, not Ava, um, Oprah did. Um, it was on television and they were talking about the protests and she brought together a lot of the advocates to talk about how we move forward in terms of, you know, the, how the black lives matter movement has come to a head now. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I wouldn't even say come to a head. I, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's even more um, about to come quite frankly. And there's so much more that needs to happen. Um, and, you know, just like Corey said before, the fight is 100% not over in terms of this movement. Um, now we're seeing, unfortunately, you know, I hate to say it because I hate doing, but, you know, killing, not only the killing of, um, you know, Black trans women on the rise and continuously, but we also see, like, lynchings. I think there's been, like, four lynchings in the past week that has happened in various places across the United States. Disgusting. So... Yeah, like it is truly up to us to like stay woke, quite frankly, and do what we need to do to continue to fight for our rights and and not and not you know have them stop killing us. Period. Point blank. Um, but yeah, array in terms of storytelling and uplifting Black and Brown people and advocating and telling those hard stories but beautiful stories. You know, Ava DuVernay has done a great job and they're continuing to do it. Check them out, all their resources and, and how we can support, but also how we can get our stuff made as well. Um, there's some, there's an organization or a production company I didn't know that existed. I think it's super cool. It's called uh, Black Women Animate. And Black Women Animate is the first and only production company designed to improve the representation of Black, the representation, excuse me, of Black women in animation, period. Yes. So if you go yes. to their website, I mean, how you going to be, you know, an animation studio without a good animation. It's, it's so cute when you open it up. But yeah, yeah. Um, they were founded um, by uh, Taylor K. Shaw, the leader of a world conscious content, uh, media activism, empowering uh, women. Um, and is the first company designed to um, improve the representation of Black women in animation. Uh, while she was creating her own animated series, Taylor wanted to employ a team of Black women animators, but quickly realized her search would be more challenging than expected. She joined forces with creative and activist J. Love uh, Calderon to create BWA, a chance to help Black women, women of color, and non-binary artists of color in the world of animation obtain visibility and job opportunities. The members of the uh, Black Women Animate um, are committed to controlling their narrative and using their art to empower themselves and their community through visual media. So super important, particularly um, in the animation space. Um, I, I love animation. I think there's something happening in terms of like diversity and stuff, but of course, we need more and we need more people behind the scenes, you know, um, whether it's storyboard artists, you know, um, 
where whether it's character or background or animators or producers you know the way an animation movie is put together is a lot different from a live action <laughs> it's a lot different from you know uh non-scripted so you need those people and those skills to help and, and just like in any industry you need mentors you need connections you need all of the things to connect to the right people. So um, I'm glad that the production company is here. Um, they have resources as well. And they talk about basically, you know, the best way to contact them in order to, you know, continue to help uh, black women um, animators and also representation in animation as black people. Um, the next organization. Um, oh yeah, we're definitely aware of. I've been I've been a fan of this organization for a long time. If you follow Issa Rae, you know uh, Color Creative, which was founded in 2014 by Issa Rae and Denise Davis. Um, its mission is to discover emerging talent through various events, workshop, contests, and referral networks. They support talent by facilitating development and production of their organ or original scripted and unscripted content of film, TV, and digital. So yeah, um, if you go to their website you will see um, who they are you'll see Issa and Denise highlighted you'll see a lot of the um, YouTube you go to Issa Rae's um, YouTube channel you'll see a lot of shows that I loved on YouTube I used to do deep dive not only uh, Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl before it was Insecure but Giants which was <clears throat> original series on YouTube by J.R. Bland they had First which is so good y'all if you have not seen First go to uh, the YouTube channel and go see first. They even host um, short stories on Sundays and they like show all these beautiful, beautiful short stories that honestly, I think all them motherfuckers should be a series, quite frankly, especially first. But you know, I don't know all the details of how it gets done. Um, you can even go on here if you want to join like um, the Patreon page where you can get sort of the first dibs on some of the events that Issa and the Color Creative create. So a sip, you know, this is where Issa sits down and talks to some of the actors, creators, directors of uh, Insecure, or if it's related to another project. Um, I've been to, I think, one or two of those, and they're, like, really cool. They're really dope, and they're great networking experience. And you're surrounded by black and browns in the industry trying to do that damn thing. It's so, it's, it's, it's dope. Um, and then our last production company, if you don't know, it's called Hillman Grab Productions. Hillman Grab Productions is a development and production company committed to creating art that goes against the status quo and gives a platform to marginalized storytellers by providing a platform for diverse voices across all mediums. Founded by Emmy-winning writer Lena Waif and Rishi Raj Rajani, the company currently has projects at Netflix, Disney, Showtime, HBO, and Amazon because Lena got all projects <laughs> like she just does um, oh, yeah. they're doing a really great job um, I think there was something you invited me to that they were hosting I think it was their homecoming week and they had all, oh. all these events for um, black and brown creatives here in LA um, and I think uh, mostly all of these production companies are um, based out here in LA so I don't know where you're listening from but yeah go out to the website they have so many resources um, I'm gonna go there now just to give y'all a bit a a bit taste um so yeah they have queen and slim probably the first thing on here if you didn't know about that movie uh you know little small little movie or whatnot um then they have mm -hmm. the shy of course um they have boomerang um and then they have 20s all of which on the television screen streams so yeah lena wave have all these projects and one thing i really love about all of these projects like most of these actors range from 
very new to experience like she's not just using the same people over and over again i remember yes. i know even i think in the new season candy burris is going to be in the shy but you also have young and upcoming actors like you know what i mean like it's a whole range of actors black and brown actors that are coming through there's one here i forget the name of it but i know it's going to be so good oh it's going to piss me off i can't my computer hates me but oh, I'm mad. But basically it's about a woman who's like 40 and she decides she's gonna be a rapper. Um, and I want that to come out because that just sounds hilarious. And it sounds like something I would yeah. try and attempt to do, which is so funny. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> what? Sure. Um, so yeah, so check out Hillman Grab Productions, Color Creative, Black Woman Anime, and Array, and there's a whole bunch of other. This list again was provided by the WGA Foundation or yeah, WGA Foundation. It's a great comprehensive list, but it's not the end all be all. Um, <clears throat> and going back to what Corey said before, like, you know, it's unfortunate now, like, honestly, I'm, you know, I'm torn because I'm glad that a lot of companies are saying Black Lives Matter now because before it was like so taboo to even say that. Um, <laughs> and we're not even trying to touch it, but you know, something's happening where we're holding people accountable and people have to be held accountable to uplift black and brown people. I wish it were consistent, but um, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, we gonna milk all the resources because um, they owe it to us much more than that. And exactly. yeah, you know, we're gonna get our scripts made, yes. we're gonna get our coins, we're gonna network, yes. we're gonna write, we're gonna make our stuff, and point blank, period. That's what we're gonna do. And we should also be uh, moving into the space where we're starting our own shit too, because yes. I've gone yes. of the days are begging these white, you know, networks, these Come white on. organizations to accept us and validate us that like we are the ones that drive the entertainment industry guys like yep. this is very much true they need us it's mm -hmm. not the other way around so yep. i'm hoping that everyone is starting to realize that and when it comes to entertainment i think that we definitely need to start working on doing our own shit too like um, 110%. because even though it's dominated by them the whole culture is ran by us and mm -hmm. um, there would be nothing without us so i think we need to take that power and use it Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so we, I mean, we all don't have Tyler Perry money, but what he did was actually very, very important and very, very much needed. Um, he did his own shit, made his own studio. So, um, like I said, we don't got Tyler Perry coins out here. Yeah. But, but we will one day. Come on. We will. Mm -hmm. Let's speak into existence. But there are other ways that we can do our own thing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and make our own shit instead of, you know trying to fit in get in where we fit in with these with these other orgs that um traditionally have never really gave a fuck about us to be honest True. um and that's just me speaking my truth but yeah yeah so i think that as um a people and as an industry we should start um thinking about ways that we can do that a hundred percent and yeah before we um close out i just wanted to uh, highlight some it's you know sad news of a, a a black woman who was a writer in the industry I didn't know her personally but mm -hmm. I knew of her work we all knew of her work and I had listened to her on a couple of podcasts and she was always encouraging and um you know telling her story about how she got into the industry her name is Jazz Water she passed away at 39 um, she's a TV writer and a journalist um, but she wrote for This Is Us she also wrote for Kidding um, she wrote for The Breaks, which was on VH1. Um, she was um, helping to develop like Spider-Man and Barbershop franchise. Um, 
a whole, her resume is long, but, um, you know, it's sad that we lost her. According to reports, um, it was uh, to due to suicide, but no matter how she left this earth, like she made an impact um, through her writing, beautiful, gorgeous young lady. Um, and with that, you know, check out her stuff, um, you know, try and honor her, but also like check in with family and friends, particularly during this time. It's a heavy time. Um, and a lot of us are not okay, <laughs> period. Um, so, um, yeah, just want to shout her out um, and just um, say rest in power to Jazz Waters and check out her stuff just to, you know, honor her um, if you knew her or not. Um, and just to, you know, I just wanted to say that her her death kind of impacted me this week. So shout out to her and um, may she um, forever reign in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. Rest yep. in peace to our sis. Yes. Um, may she find her peace, which I'm sure she has found now. Amen. Um, we appreciate the work that she has done. Mm -hmm. Like I said, rest in power, sis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All righty. And with that, we are done, y'all. Hope That's this was right. a very informative episode. Like I said, the link to that WGS article yes. will be in the bio. And all the links, the different things that we talked about are in that link. Yes. Um, in a very nice, neat hyperlink. Yep. Um, so yeah, just click on the hyperlinks and there yep. you go. Mm -hmm. Access is granted. But definitely, guys, sign up for all the mailing lists that these, these orgs have. Mm -hmm. Follow them on the socials. Just stay involved and stay educated. So, yeah. 110%. Follow us on all the socials. We're at Tinseltown T on Instagram. I think that's where we're pretty active. Um, and yeah, if you guys have anything to share, um, I know a lot of places on Twitter are good. Um, I'm seeing a lot of uh, conversation of people who are like, I'm looking for black screenwriters. I'm looking for, you know, all of a sudden people are looking for black screenwriters. Couldn't find <laughs> them, you know, it was just never to be seen, never to be found. So, you know, let us know. We'll be happy to like, share tweet repost stories whatever the however social media is changing in a way that i don't know we'll do that i think people are still posting why not so um yeah thank you guys so much appreciate you guys for rocking with us and uh let us know if any of this is helpful and if you're getting anything out of this and uh yeah we'll see you guys next time we will bye bye Businesses are struggling lately, and it would be great if you could help this company out. This episode is brought to you by Littlefoot Coffee. Littlefoot is the missing link between expertly grown coffee and your freshly brewed cup. Each batch is lovingly roasted to bring out the best in each little bean. Check out littlefootcoffee.com to find the best coffees of the season or to sign up for a subscription. Get freshly roasted coffee delivered right to your door.